Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Week one of the college season is here, and the Ohio State Buckeyes survived an upset alert. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the OG Marquez Callaway fan. And with me, as always, is AJ. Josh Rosen is the best QB from the 2019 NFL Draft in the AFC South. Marchese. Yeah, uh, I have him uh, extremely high in our quarterback rankings. Extremely. Based on... It took him one preseason game to make the roster because that's talent. That's impressive. He looked good, man. He, he was slinging it around. Today we're continuing our NFL divisional previews with the AFC and NFC South. Let's hit it. Going out to Vegas. Gonna set my draft. Gonna set my draft on fire. Seven. 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 With my lady driving out to Vegas, baby, looking for a Stingley or Thibodeau. Who's gonna bat it on draft day? Who's gonna wager future picks away? Who's gonna reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. AJ. Rob. Do you like to drink? <laughs> yeah, I love drinking. Do you like sports? Uh, I love it more than drinking. Do you like sports that are drinks? Yep. What about sportsdrink.org? What do you think about that? What? That sounds like a dream come true. Yes, that's correct. Sportsdrink.org is officially launched. We are live. As you know, we are a member of the Sports Drink Podcast Network. So head on down to sportsdrink.org. It was launched during a hurricane down in New Orleans. That's actually that's just fundamentally true because our CEO Andrew Stevens does live there. So that's a fact. Um and Spotify Green Room. That's right. AJ's going live seven times a day through the college football season to talk kickers. Should we actually do a real Spotify Green Room? Only if it's to do something stupid. I was thinking we could do our, our, our Saturday recaps on Sunday mornings. But we'll I don't know if this is a real – is this on the pod? Am I editing this out or are we just no, talking? No, about? this is a part of the commercial. This is the ad. <laughs> ah. I, I think doing a Spotify green room would be quite fun. Oh, I it's so cool. To, yeah, because you can get I all think, the interactions. Plus, it's live and it's audio only. 
So they don't have to see our faces. That would ruin the experience completely. I I think uh, like a Maxion Spotify green okay. rooms would be fun. That would be fun. Okay, we'll or talk like Pac Twelve After Dark, like our niche favorite things, which are Maxion and Pac Twelve After Dark. I, I don't like, even like football outside of those two things. <laughs> like just come and watch with us, type of thing. We're not even talking. We're just you just know we could be. <laughs> just hear this, hear Rob drinking his midnight coffee. Hear hear me snacking on some fucking Fritos, and that's it. We're not talking. <laughs> no, not never talking. But we could be because it's audio only, and it's free to download and to use. And you could talk to me and other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties like Pac-12 After Dark, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app, free on the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, join the group, follow us when we inevitably launch our Maxion Spotify Green Room show, uh, and you'll be notified when we go live. And we'll be going live every Tuesday and Wednesday in November. <laughs> Come with your spiciest Maxion takes. Seriously, I, uh, if we do Spotify Green Room, I would like to do, be uh, very Maction specific. Okay, let's we'll, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. And I mean, okay. it's already easy avenue over from my Magic slash Kicker Spotify Green Room. So, do you? My my question to you is with your Spotify Green yeah. Room, like Magic Kingdom and, and the Kicker Club one, like are are people fans of you or are they fans of those things? Are they just following you from Spotify Green Room adventure to adventure? Or are you bringing in new fans that are specific to those topics? No, zero crossover between audiences. It's it's all, I'm just touching nerves across the nation, all right? And and these people got a lot to say and hear about. It's good to know. It's good to know. Okay, Thank let's do the actual here. show. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, we've got North Carolina, Virginia Tech to watch. Sure. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. NFL, uh the bane of my existence, the AFC South. Yeah, I think this division is pretty shit. Um, <laughs> I used to love yeah. it, and now I don't. I don't. I don't this year. Well, it's like not even. It used to be fun, bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, like quick overview. The Texans are evil and dumpster fire and evil. Yeah, yes. the Jaguars are interesting, but I hate Urban Meyer. Um, and I was an Ohio State fan, and I even hate Urban Meyer. And then. You, you get into the Titans, and uh, personally, I'm not a fan of uh, Ryan Tannehill. Um, and then you move to the Colts, who I used to love. And not only do they have players saying certain things about the vaccination mm. that uh, I don't stand for, uh, but I hate Carson Wentz. So there's not a, none of these teams really have a redeeming quality for me, so I, I think it's easily my least favorite division in the NFL. That hurts because I fans, longtime fans of the show will know me and I used to write a column for Rob about the AFC South. Um, and yeah, let me get this out of the way. I think the Colts are about to have a, a, a cursed year. And I mean, it's already begun with the injuries and the COVID shit. I think this is going to be, I ended up having them have more wins because obviously they're, they're talented, but I think this is going to be an absolute lost year for the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, well, give 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 me your records then. I want to hear this. Yeah, speaking of lost years, uh, the Houston Texans. I don't know, man. Like, obviously, they're in a fucking mess. Uh, I have them going one and sixteen. Uh, I also have them going one and sixteen. I, I was curious to see if you'd have them win a game or not, because on paper their roster doesn't look like it should, but I do imagine uh, 
they'll be able to like sneak one out at some point. I, I think I might have them winning week one, and then losing I have them out. winning week three. <laughs> Urban Urban gets into shit. Speaking of Urban Meyer, uh, I got the Jags finishing third at five and twelve. Okay. I have the Colts finishing second at eight and nine, and I have the Titans winning the division uh, eleven and six. Okay, I got the Texans one and sixteen. The Jaguars a little worse than you, uh, three and fourteen. Um, the Titans at nine and eight, and the Colts at ten and seven. So I, I don't have the same passion for the Colts that I have in the years past, but I still believe in Frank Reich, uh, Chris Ballard, and and uh, what Matt Eberflus is doing on that defense. Okay, let's start with the Colts. I think they are. Well, I guess the Titans are the most. It's it's them and the Titans are the most interesting, but. I don't know. Like, just the vibes that we've been getting over the last few weeks. And I, I saw someone mention this on Twitter, too, is that they're, they're hypothesizing that Phillip Rivers has transferred the Chargers curse to the Colts. And now I'm not going to go that far, but <laughs> I will say that something something just doesn't feel right about this year. And obviously, it comes down to the injuries. Now we got Carson Wentz coming out today and... I got to weigh the pros and cons of the vaccine, being a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> I missed that. I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's being an idiot. Um, and obviously, Quentin Nelson is, is banged up. Uh, Eric Fisher's banged up. I saw up. Darius Leonard saying stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's multiple players. I mean, uh, I, li- I like the roster, and I, li- I like the coaching staff, and I would expect them to be a playoff team, but it just, I don't know, something feels off about this year. That's, that's kind of aside from football, but it's also the injuries, and... Well, that does factor in just yeah given availability where we're at right now exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of availability, Carson Wentz has had sporadic availability throughout his career. We don't really know what we're getting at this point with him. I think we both kind of believe if there's anything left in him that is at least being an average starting quarterback. Yeah, Frank Reich's the guy to get it out of him. Yeah, uh, but again, he's already been banged up. You've got the uh, the vaccination stuff. Um, so you don't really know. You, we we think he'll be starting week one, but we don't yeah. know for sure. Uh, Jacob Eason's completely unproven. Uh, if Wentz does miss a game, whether for injury or due to COVID, uh, and, and you've got Ellinger on the IR, like yeah. the quarterback situation is a huge mystery. The positives being one of the best offensive lines in the league, but they lose lose Anthony Costanzo. Uh, they don't have Eric Fisher rocking and rolling yet. He's coming off the torn Achilles. He's currently on the COVID list. Yep. Uh, so there's still a question at left tackle. But Jonathan Taylor was pretty dominant down the stretch as a rookie. Naeem Hines, one of the best backups in the league. Plus Marlon Mack, healthy. Like, you, you expect them to be able to run the ball? For sure, yeah. But the quarterback position's a question. And now you get this T.Y. Hilton injury kind of pops out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you've got your, your pass-catching core... It's kind of unproven, even with Ty as as the one guy. Well, he's not been himself camp. for for multiple exactly, years. Yeah. exactly. He he's no longer that number one guy. I mean, I think I think he was closer to a Three. middle of the road number two. Yeah. Uh, and then Paris Campbell coming off the injury. Michael Pittman, you you expect a leap, but it's it's still going into year two. New quarterback. Um, Jack Doyle's consistent, but Jack Doyle's not like a game changer or anything. So it's without a quarterback who can kind of lift the pass catchers around him, you don't really know what you're getting here. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, 
uh, Michael Strawn has had a really great summer, really good camp. But he's like My that, guy. Yeah, he, he made the team. He looks like he could be something. But, I mean, that's not something to hold this year. But it's something to, to kind of get you excited. And I don't think the Colts – I mean, I'm sure Colts fans are pumped to see Jonathan Taylor. And he's like, well, he might have a monster year behind his offensive line. And they have every right to think that. But other than that, I don't think there's a lot to get excited about, especially with all the shitty news around this team. Um, See, so yeah, I just I, – I think it's a – it, this is going to be a wash of a year for, for the Colts. But you flip on the other side of the ball, uh, the defense looks better, right? Like, And it obviously was a really good unit last year. Matt Eberflutz always got them cooking. Um, I expect a big year as a rookie out of Quiddy Pay, though. Yes. So I, I do think this defense can be uh, – and that's kind of how I lean towards the – maybe they don't win the AFC South – outright like I have them, but really making a push for one of those three wildcard spots because this defense is still between – at each level, there, there's a guy I absolutely love. And, I mean, like DeForest Buckner and, and Darius Leonard are two of the best in the league at what they do. Then uh, Kenny Moore is a, a weapon out of the nickel. And you've got this parts in that secondary who kind of – the last two years they've had a, a rookie safety kind of jump onto the scene out of nowhere. Yeah. And like you mentioned, they add Quiddy Pay for more pass rush firepower. I've heard good things about Ben Banigou coming out of camp. I know Deo is injured, but uh, freaking Jim Irsay is giving him crazy nicknames. The Hurricane, baby. <laughs> the Hurricane. And your boy Bobby Okariki is poised to have a big breakout with Anthony Walker gone. So, like, I think the parts are there on that defense to be very good, especially with Eber Fluss and George. Agreed. Like, I think they should be a, a borderline top 10 unit. Um, the outside corners always give me caution and this has been a few years like since since Reich has taken over at the helm but they always like like Xavier Rhodes bouncing back last year you know what I mean so I'm always looking at this before the season like this looks like a ticking time bomb but they kind of just stretch it out and they get it done because I guess the rest of the unit is so good and they find guys to step up um yeah I just uh, the expectations aren't high for me I think this is around a 500 team I think you're right but in this division um, where they're also playing the the Jets uh, twice, or sorry, not twice, the Jets once, and, and the Dolphins once. Like I think they can sneak out. I well, I mean, you have them going eight and nine. I was gonna say they're an eight to ten win team to me, given the circumstances of who they play. Yeah, I'll say they're a seven to nine win team. But yeah, that's fair. Um, let's talk about the Titans because you're you were down on them. Um, the I hype, just so the hype, the hype came big when they traded for Julio Jones, and I think they're. They've been getting the hype so, still. So there's still okay. Obviously, like Tannehill has proved that he's wrong at this point. Derrick Henry's coming off two thousand yards. Yeah, they bring Julio in to pair with AJ Brown. They their tight end situation is the worst in the NFL. I think <laughs> probably. Um, they're relying heavily on on I guess Josh Reynolds as their third pass catcher, which I mean. The other two are pro yeah, bowlers. It's not a big deal when, yeah. I mean, you're so right, it's, but it's it's not a huge deal when you got Brown. Right, and right. It it just given like the I don't know. They don't have to me. They don't have a starting tight end on the roster. Then offensive line. And mind you, I still think they're competing for a wild card spot. I have them going nine and eight. Yeah. Uh, offensive line wise, Taylor Luan is coming off uh, a season ending injury. Ro- Roger Saffold's still awesome, but like outside of that. 
Like, you're putting a lot on Dylan Radens' plate as a rookie, potentially. He hasn't looked good in the preseason either. No, and, and like, I just – I don't know that that offensive line is going to be great. Nate Davis landed on the COVID list. Yeah, th- ben I was Jones about to say. landed on the COVID list. It's another the team FC with – Like, yeah. a lot of weird shit going on. Yeah, this is another team um, so, with a lot of COVID issues. And, I mean, yeah, is it a coincidence that it's the South that has the COVID issues? I don't know, but uh, yeah, so that that's another thing. I, I think there is – obviously, I think a lot of fans think this could be a Super Bowl team. I think you look at the roster, I don't think there's a chance. I Especially not no. with the Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, and the Cleveland Browns ahead of them. I do think they are the best team in the division, though. I, I think they'll win this division. Uh, the, yeah. Okay, but the defense was bad last year. Yeah. And, and – they invested. They bring in Bud Dupree, which I think that I, I, I do like that. And they invest in the secondary, but they're going to be playing a lot of young guys in mm-hmm. the secondary. It's just like again, it's a bad division, so maybe they sweep the division. I just I, I don't like. I guess again, I have them going nine and eight. You what you said eleven and uh, six. Yeah. So it's like I, I guess I'm too behind, but. I, they're they're going to be competing for a playoff spot. I just don't really see them as doing anything. No, but I, I I guess in this division, I don't see anyone doing anything like relevant this year. Uh, like I don't want to watch these teams. I agree. I mean, it's just you know behind Derrick Henry and it's just they they carve out wins. And Tannehill's obviously proved the Dodgers wrong. He's become a very solid quarterback. Uh, the, oh, the other thing the yeah. other thing to mention too is uh, obviously um, the the offensive coordinator situation. Gone. Yeah. Arthur Smith is gone. Todd Downing, who, I mean, if you look at his history, like how quickly he was out as the Raiders OC, and you just don't really know what you're getting in Todd Downing. I yeah. don't know if he's going to be heavily influenced by what Arthur Smith did in his play calling, but Probably, that, yeah. it's just another big thing, like OC change, offensive line situation, and a young and unproven defense. Bet you the playbook is going to be exactly the same. They're just keeping the same playbook, which isn't good. Like it's it's okay, but it's not good, especially when you got a different play caller. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't I don't have a lot of faith in this team. I think just the division is bad. And uh, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of you you feel about them, kind of how I feel about the the Colts. They'll win the division because the division is bad and. They have slightly more talent. Let's hop to Jacksonville. Um, five Ooh, wins for I, me. I want to say, yeah. the, of these four teams, the Jags are the team I want to watch the most just because even though I hate Urban Meyer, you hate Urban Meyer, it's still fun to watch what happens with Urban Meyer and then obviously the Trevor Lawrence thing. Yeah, I mean, you look at the offense and obviously it's Trevor Lawrence and they have the parts there. I just I don't think it's going to happen this year and – we're at the point where Urban Meyer has to prove it to me for me to buy into it at all because I've hated like everything he's done except for cutting Tebow as early as he did. That's the only thing I'll give him any credit for. <laughs> but he brought him in. Um, I don't know. He just feels like he's gonna flunk out. He, that's what he feels like to me. But obviously, we've seen him be an elite college. I'm with coach. you. Um, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Especially, I don't know. Things just haven't been off to like Trevor Lawrence hasn't looked that great in the preseason. Uh, I mean, it is the preseason losing Travis Etienne, like just things like that, and the way they've they kind of attacked the draft was questionable. And I mean, also like their CJ Henderson's already on the trade block. There's just weird yeah. things happening. 
But then you look at, like, just basing off what we know about Trevor Lawrence. We both had him as the number one player in this past draft class, obviously. We both think he's a future franchise quarterback and a rare talent, and he's got playmakers around him. They've yeah. got a good proven – like, James Robinson set the freaking, like, what's the rookie record last year in total yards? The UDFA? Yeah. Uh, and then you've got DJ Chark, LaVisca Chanel, who Chark two years ago looked fantastic. Poised for a bounce back. LaVisca Chanel has looked awesome in the preseason. Yeah. Marvin Jones as your third, like the wily old veteran. It's a good group. Yeah, and the offensive line is like, it's not bad. You know what? I think this offensive line could be good. I think it's it's very up and down. It could be good or it could be a disaster. But like on paper, it, it's definitely not bad. Especially like the interior you feel solid about. Um, in, in, in the tackles being like, I, I think that's kind of what you're getting at where it yeah. could be good. It could, it, like Cam Robinson, Juwan Taylor, you know the talent is there and you've seen it in-game. It's just, I mean, Juwan Taylor's struggle with penalties, Cam Robinson consistency, consistency and pass pro. But when they're both on, like they are both clearly very talented. Yeah, so I think it's there. But, again, maybe this just ties into my feelings for the coaching staff. I almost feel like it's not going to work even though it should. Defensively, they've thrown a lot of picks at this defense. Um, Chazon showed zero last year. Taven Bryant showed zero throughout his career. Yeah. Uh, they they draft Jay Tofeli. They draft Jordan Smith. They have Josh. Josh Allen's been like the Josh Allen. Devon Devon Hamilton had a great rookie year. So those two, you feel okay. But they gave Roy Robertson Harris a lot of money. Um, so they have tried their best to build this D line. Linebacker-wise, Miles Jack's a stud, but after That's that, it. That's it. Yeah. it's really that is it. Quincy Williams uh, was such a it, terrible pick. He already got caught. Yeah, yeah, that was – hey, but he's with his brother now, so. Love it. Um, In, in the secondary, kind of similar to the D-line where they – they more specifically at corner, but the, the, there's investments here. C.J. Henderson, Shaq Griffin they pay. They draft Tyson Campbell this year. They draft Andre Sisco. Like – but it's just really raw. It's a, it's, there's a lot of raw talent. I don't know. I, just, I don't really know what to expect from this defense at all. I think it's going to be bad. Um, I think it's going to be bad. Yeah, you're right. Like, the line has pieces, and the, the linebackers suck, but Miles Jack's great. And the secondary, secondary is really where the big questions are, because obviously they paid Shaq Griffin. He did not have a good preseason at all. Uh, C.J. Henderson, who the fuck knows? Uh, outside of them... It was a disaster last year. I mean, it's not like it's not like Henderson was great either. Cisco's had a pretty good preseason. We'll see where Tyson Campbell ends up um, get, getting his time, but I don't think you can trust anything there, really. Like Shaq Griffin, you should be able to. Oh, but, and, but so far, they also it they, doesn't look great. Yeah, they give Rashawn Jenkins a lot of money. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so like I don't know, it's just it's fine, I guess. They've invested in weird, I don't, like they kind of invested in guys who were like second or third tier at their position in free agency, but paid them like they were worth more because it, it's Jacksonville and that's they what you the, have to do to get them. Exactly, and then they had the room for it. Uh, yeah, that's, again, I think five I wins is like a pretty, pretty happy year. But like, I almost feel like there is the potential here. That maybe it clicks for Meyer. I definitely feel like Trevor Lawrence is going to be special. And if that happens yep. early with the pass catching group, 
in this division, there almost is a slight, and the offensive line holds up as it well, could. The, the, There's a slight the chance that it all clicks, and they could be like a the round saving 500. Grace, yeah. The saving grace is that they have weapons on offense. They yeah. have the talent on the offensive line. And you know, if it does click for Trevor Lawrence, like he's got all the talent in the freaking world. Yeah. No matter what, I don't really see this defense doing anything, but the offense should be fun to watch. Agreed. Um, and it just boils down to I just don't have faith in any of this yet. Yeah. And then I guess finally we have to talk about the Texans. Do we? One, Deshaun Watson should not be allowed to play football ever again. Why is there no decision uh, on this yet? Like, what Roger is Goodell's going a on? coward? Yeah. I don't know. And, and I mean, what else? Like, I don't really want to talk about Deshaun Watson. No. He should. He shouldn't be allowed to play football, and that's that. And if a team trades for them, they're a bunch of cowards too. Okay, so Terod Taylor and in uh, this offense, it's it, it's a lot of mismatches, <laughs> throwing people together. Like the running back room is absurd. Loaded, baby. Say it, it's loaded. Yeah. <laughs> They've got the most second-string running backs in the league. Uh if Mark Ingram, Rex Burkhead, David Johnson, or Philip Lindsay were a backup on a lot of teams, you'd feel pretty good about it. They're all together in one room. It's kind of awesome. Uh, Terod, Terod Taylor, I, I don't know. I love Terod Taylor, but... Me too. The, I, there's no way this goes well. Um, wide receiver room. Brandon Cook's a thousand-year receiver. They got your boy Anthony Miller. Uh, Nico Collins, I hope, plays a lot. I hope so, too. I think he's be good. I think Nico Collins is the thing you're most optimistic about on this entire offense right now. Yeah, tight end room's pretty bad. Better than Titans, though. Uh, Wait, the Jags, tight end, who, the Jags tight end room is also extremely bad. The, the, the AFC South has the worst tight ends, except for the, the, the Colts play all their tight ends. They're all good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Laramie Tunzel. The offensive, the offensive <laughs> line's horrible outside of Laramie Tunzel. Yeah. If you be, look at this roster, the might be worse too. By the way, somehow, but anyways, yeah, it's, oh, I think it is. Uh, if you look at this roster, how many guys do you think could start on other teams? Justin Reed, uh, uh, Laramie Tunzel, and Brandon Cooks. Yep. Okay. Well, I don't. Do you actually? You you sound like you don't think that. No, no. Yeah, Brandon Cooks be a wide receiver too. I'm just trying to make you talk about him. He's pretty good, right? Hey, pick Brandon Cooks up in fantasy. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brandon Cooks, 1,000 yards. On, just let me do this for a sec. Oh, Brandon Cooks is a 1,000 yards on four different NFL teams, and he's only 27. Okay, while you do that, Desmond King is also a stud. <laughs> he deserves better than, than Houston. God, I wish Desmond King was in a better spot. But okay, but legitimately, is it just those three who would definitely start on other teams? Uh, maybe Zach Cunningham. Maybe Zach Cunningham. Depends and on the maybe team. Maybe Desmond King. Uh, depends on the team. Yeah. Uh, maybe a, a not suspended Bradley Roby. It's the bottom half team, bottom third team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so only there's only three for sure's. <laughs> and I mean, with some teams, Brandon Cooks isn't even even a guarantee. But Reed and Tunsil. What? What well, team so, wouldn't Brandon Cooks start on? The Dallas Cowboys. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> he looks Kay. stupid now. <laughs> I bet he could have a thousand yards. He's wide receiver one. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Uh, defensively, like, what are you, is, is there anything on this 
defense or any anyone on this entire roster you're excited to watch play football? I love Justin Reed. Justin I see, Reed. I, I want to see him get the kickoff job. Fuck it. Your team's a disaster. Let Justin <laughs> Reed be your kickoff guy. He showed that he's good enough, and it's another guy to make plays. I don't know why he wouldn't be your kickoff guy in this stupid fucking year you're about to have. Give give your fans a ray of sunshine. I, I think he's the face of your franchise. Honestly. He is. Poor guy needs to get out of town. He's so talented and can do so many different things. He's stuck in this in this hellhole. Yeah. Is, is, he, is he a free agent after this year? Should be right. He never signed. Yeah, he is. He is. Thank God. He is. Thank God. He has. Whoa. I bet. You know what? Nick Casario is so stupid. He's probably gonna lowball him, and Justin Reed's gonna go sign somewhere else and be a Pro Bowler. They might as well trade him, right? Like, yeah, because I mean, I I I assume a contender would love to have a guy like him who's so versatile. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, Any unless I, on that I, rookie I, contract. He he could legit start on like any any other team. Um, oh yeah, I don't know. I guess I I personally I hope to see Jonathan Grenard and Ross Blacklock play a lot. And many who I think a many who can. Oh, and a many who they have here. all my boys. Only most of them yeah. are bad, but you know Jacob uh, Martin's actually been a, 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 a sneaky good part of that that clowny trade. Like the the front is not good, but uh, I guess it's got the most upside ish. Anyways, let's yeah. stop talking about the Texans, please. Yeah, it's actually so sad how hard it is to find someone to talk about on this team. Yeah. Justin uh, Britt, comeback player of the year. <laughs> I hope Nico Collins has a great rookie year. Yeah, he he I actually am excited to see him. He he's I think pretty obviously outside of Laramie Tunsil, the most exciting thing about this offense and like or most interesting thing, I don't know. I, like, I, I hope mean, he just plays all the snaps. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, let's let's rank quarterbacks. Not great. It's not great. Um, ten for oh, me. Oh really? The the worst is this the worst division in football? Yeah. Okay. Ten for you. Kyle Oletta, our 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 guy. Wow, you're low on him. He's I'm way higher on him. <laughs> Nine. Sam Ellinger, our guy. Eight. Jacob Eason, our guy. Seven, Logan Woodside, our guy. Six, oh, Davis you Mills. Have Logan Woodside so high. I love uh, it. I love it. I, I just honestly went back. I'm like, I remember I loved Logan Woodside. Uh, Davis action. Mills, six. Uh, CJ Beathard had a nice preseason, fifth. Um, I think he's clearly the fifth. Uh, Tyrod, four. I put Wentz yep. over Tyrod, but I didn't even really want to. I uh, see Lawrence two and Tannehill one, and I think Lawrence will be or should be one after the year. Okay, I'm like very. I got the same ten, slightly different order. I got Woodside ten because I'm a coward. Uh, Loletta nine though. Ellinger eight. Davis Mills seven. Which actually, how many games does Davis Mills start? I think they should. I don't know. Like I think they should get him in there, but also it's such a disaster. Then what's the point? Yeah. Um, if I set the over under at one and a half, I'm taking the over. Yeah, I, I think I think he's gonna be in there. I think um, I'll say he starts. I think s- I, I seven think games. Two, two. Oh, really? Okay, I was gonna say two or three. Uh, but hold on, it, not to get back on this. It depends what happens with Deshaun Watson. Right. Okay. Six. Jacob Eason. Five. C.J. Beathard. Four. Terod Taylor. Three. Carson Wentz. Two. Trevor Lawrence. One. Ryan Tannehill. Let's get to the awards. Lots of stars in this God, fuck division. This. MVP's Derrick Henry, right? Correct. Moving on. Offensive Player of the Year. AJ Brown was my pick. 
I went with Jonathan Taylor. Okay, that was my second pick. Yeah, it feels like God, I hate two. this division. Uh, defense player of the year. DeForest Buckner. I think he's the most dominant force in the division. Uh, agreed. Uh, and the most, under- I'm still somehow one of the most underrated players in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, went to a, a good team to be underrated on. Um, offensive rookie of the year, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Trevor Lawrence, and I couldn't even. Who's your second choice? Michael Collins. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. I didn't even put one down. Me uh, neither. That's, that's Mike Strawn. Defense defensive rookie of the year is kind of fun. Yeah, Quiddy Pay though. I think he's got. He's uh, okay, I went with Caleb Farley. I went with Caleb Farley. Okay, I I would I, I think, would very argue there, but yeah, I think Quiddy Pay's the dude. I'm really excited and hope Farley and Elijah Molden play a ton. I think Molden's gonna be on the field earlier than Farley is. That's fair. I mean, even just like Molden just seemed pro ready through the whole process. I still can't believe how far he fell the, to uh, the hundredth pick. He shouldn't. Have. Guy had clear top fifty prospect, team. and he's already showing. Uh, it. Yeah, he'll be big yeah. for the Titans this year. O line of the year, the Colts. Yeah, so it's obviously the left tackle spots in question. They traded for Matt Pryor, Eric Fisher's torn Achilles. They have Julian Davenport. But when the rest of the line is Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Mark Lewinsky, Braden Smith, it's hard to top that. Exactly. I'm glad they locked up Braden Smith. Me too. Comeback player, Julio? I put Carson Wentz. I forgot about Julio. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Julio doesn't got to come go back with... from anything, baby. Well, actually, based on the things you've been messaging me, why isn't your pick David Johnson? He, what's he got to come back from, too? He's already here. He's already there. Uh, most improved. Here's the homer pick from the Houston Texans. I went with Anthony Miller. <laughs> oh, that's a good pick, though. Opportunity. Cause... And I, I believe in the talent. Like, I, and they never there's... use him right in Chicago. Like, he should be... like. Cooks, Miller, and Nico Collins, if that's your top three, like, that's not good, but it's, like, kind of fun at least. I think it's better than um, we thought it would look, five, you know, four months ago. Yeah. Um, I went with Rashawn Evans because I think he's, like, he's good, but, I mean, they didn't pick up his fifth year. I, I know it's too extended, but I think that's going to pay off for him because I think he's going to have a, a pretty big year for them and, and kind of end up commanding a little more than they were expecting. I like it. Um, breakout, I went with Jeffrey Simmons. Okay, I went with LaVisca Chanel. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah, I think Chanel's going to have a huge year. There's a couple – like, there's not a lot of options for most of these things, but in, in this division breakout, there are. Because, yeah, like Simmons, uh, Chanel, I mean – Bobby Okariki every year. Mm-hmm. Again, I heard good things about Ben Banagu. Paris Campbell almost just because they need it. Yeah. Especially with T.Y. Hurt. Uh, the, yeah, there's a couple options. Your boy Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds. <laughs> hey, it's your boy too. Don't don't try to pass it off on me. Your uh, boy Josh Reynolds. Coach of the year. I said Mike Vrabel. Okay, I went with Frank Reich. Whatever. Assistant of the year. Matt Eberfluss. Yep. And GM. John Robinson. I don't want Chris Ballard, but yeah. Fun. That was horrible. But Robinson will get, you know, like, like oh, you brought in Julio. Okay. True. I, you know what? I'm not here to argue. I just, I'm no, glad no, no. we're done. Let's move on. NFC South, uh, more interesting. I also don't think it's that good, but let's get to it. After well, first, this. let me tell you about the Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Spotify Green Room, where AJ and I have officially launched our Maction Spotify Green Room. It only runs during November on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but. It's uh, that's reason enough to download the app free in the iOS app store. 
And hey, maybe you're doing it to listen to us talk about match and about Kent State versus Western Michigan in a snowstorm on a Wednesday in the middle of November. It's always so windy on those Wednesdays. I love it. And with 10 people in the stands. But uh, maybe that's why you download the app. But guess what? You're going to find a whole lot of other content on that app. won't be as good as our Maction show, but it'll probably come out more consistently. <laughs> so uh, probably go go on to the uh, iOS app store and, and download Spotify Greenroom for free. And use it for free. It's all free. Just like the NFC South is for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, shit. So true. Um, yeah, I mean, the Bucks. I, I don't think we've ever seen a, a reigning champ return as m- much of the same roster as Tampa Bay has. Yeah, I heard something like um, they return every coach, too, and that's like the first time it happened since the 70s. Which is crazy <laughs> because they have such a loaded coaching staff already. Yeah, like it's, there's, su- it's such a, like, it really, when I heard them, like, that's such a throwback to the pre-cap era, like this team. <laughs> Yeah. Especially because they're old. It felt like all those pre-cap area teams were really old all the time. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> because they just kept the guys forever. And yeah, no, for sure. Obviously, they're the cream. Um, I do think each team in this division is interesting, though, in their own unique way. Oh, I'm God, coming off the AFC South, yeah. Exactly. It sounds a lot better. Let's get into, <laughs> let's jump into this. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, I don't know what to expect from them. I give them a real stinky record coming in last uh, at 5-12. and 12. Uh, the okay, Panthers, not much better. The Panthers in third. I have them also going five and twelve, but it's like just a tough schedule and just things didn't break right. Even though I think they take another step, and I don't know about Sam Darnold. Uh, second, I got the New Orleans Saints going ten and seven. They're another one. I'm not. I'm not completely sure about. And then the Bucks. I got them winning the division twelve and five. I, I don't think Tampa Bay okay. is a regular season team. I, I think they win the division. It's easy, and then they turn it on the playoffs like they did last year. Okay, I got I got very similar uh, vibe on my end. Panthers going six and eleven. Falcons going six and eleven. So we both have them going the same record. Yep. Um, one, you just got one more win for each. I, and I think with that part of it is the Panthers have a like the Falcons have a good quarterback, but not a great roster around them. The Panthers have a, an improving roster, but not a great quarterback. Can I be honest with something? Um, I actually, originally had them both going six and eleven. And I, I flipped it because I realized uh, I needed to get the Saints another win, and then I think <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> well, I, I kept the Saints at uh, nine and eight, and uh, Tampa at fourteen and three. I don't know. It's uh, it's hard to find losses on that record. Like, do I really think they're going to go fourteen and three? Probably not, because I'm with you in that they're they're more likely to win twelve games than go on a wicked Super Bowl run because that's kind of what they're built to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, we saw them lose to the Bears last year, uh, but it's hard to find losses on 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 their uh, on their schedule when they just return so much talent in every position group. And agree, yeah. It's, Let's start with the Bucks. Uh, yeah, okay. So I mean, there's no point in doubting Tom Brady un- until he actually is bad, which seems to be never. The man, Probably. the man was 43 last year and threw 40 touchdowns, won the Super Bowl, like. I, it, it's it's impossible to fathom, um, and then especially when you consider they return the the core of their pass catching group in Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronk, um, Antonio Brown, and young guys in Jalen Darden, who I love, 
Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, plus OJ Howard's healthy, plus Cameron Bray is consistent. And that offensive line's one of the best. Ali Marpet, Ryan Jensen, Tristan Wirfs are pro bowlers. Uh, Donovan Smith held up, and Alex Cap was uh, a friend of the show. The running back room is the least exciting, but like I think the Giovanni Bernard edition is really great. Ronald Jones is very boomer best, and Leonard Fournette is a playoff playmaker. <laughs> but I, I don't know, like to get her when done the running, running back, back room. room. Sorry. It's a get or done running back room. Like they'll be fine. Yeah, and like when the running back room is the worst part of your offense, as a hater of running backs, like I'm not that concerned, especially because I really like Gio Bernard in this offense. Um, I don't know. Like there's enough there. There's the, I mean, all three of those guys add a little bit of a different flavor. Bernard's a pass catcher, great pass blocker. Fournette's yeah. the bigger back, but he's got some explosive straight line speed. And Rojo's kind of like this. Big time Enigma. boomer bust runner. He'll either fumble or go ninety nine yards. Like I don't know. Find find a hole in that offense. I can't. It's no, perfect. No, yeah. The 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 receiving group is obviously stud and you got like you said, all different flavors. Uh Gronk is apparently more healthy this year too, which is nice for him coming back with a full real offseason under his belt. Like you said, the offensive line is really good. It's not it's not a lot of holes there. It's just like I I think they'll just like have little little hiccups and they won't care. Because they're coming off a Super Bowl win and they know they can just flip it on. Um, and it's kind of just what we'll look like. And they'll, they'll cruise to double-digit plus wins. And it'll be a big deal. Um, I think I think you flipped to the defense. I'm going to start in the secondary because there's a lot of guys there. But it's still kind of the weakness of the team. Yes. I mean... It's, it's not bad, it, it but can't, it, it's... It can't... Yeah. It's... If you're to poke a hole anywhere, it's there. But even there, like Carlton Davis came on strong. Yeah, he did. And Antoine Winfield Jr. was a defensive rookie of the year candidate. Yep. Um, it's deep. It's just like it, it's 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 more deep than it is like top yeah. heavy with talent. I guess is kind of what you're looking at there. Like Jamel Dean, Sean Murphy, uh, Bunting. They're a little bit. If up and moments, down, yeah, exactly. Plus, it, it, an injury could really derail this uh, the cornerback group, I think, because they don't have a ton of depth. I, I think that's one thing to take into account from last season. They were incredibly healthy the whole the whole team. Yeah, that's a really good point too. And um, like, I'm not so, yeah, trying no, to put I, the curse on them, but it, it's no. obviously luck year in year out, right? Yeah, so I think I think corner depth. The corner, no, I think you're you're totally right. Like, if you're to the corner room to me is more, even though it, it had some strong moments last year, is more of a concern even than the running back room because the running back group it's just not that important. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think I think when like they lose b- football games, it's going to be on the secondary shoulders. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah, Luckily be, for be, them, because up, fr- up front you got Vita Vea. Yeah. Vita Vea is becoming one of the best interior playmakers in the league. Yeah. Demacung Su still got uh, plenty in the tank, it seems. Plus, you you uh, Jason Jason Pierre Paul is as good as ever. Plus, you draft Joe Trion, who has been incredible through the preseason. Shaq Barrett's been at a Pro Bowl level in Tampa. Like you've got guns as yeah. as pass rushers. That helps the secondary huge, obviously, as we know. 
And then the, the interior linebackers are, are stuck. It's the best it's, in the league. Yeah. Devin White looks like he's going to be one of the best in the league for the next decade. And, like, and Levante David just he, was. People love Devin White, and Levante David's still way better than him. Yeah. White just makes the big, big old flashy plays, and they're both great. Like, Levante David should be uh, conserved for the Hall of Fame, and he won't be because off ball linebackers are just can't make Pro Bowls because the Pro Bowl system's broken. I no, uh, it, listen to my yeah. Spotify green room about it. No, it just but, hurts uh, him because he's in the, he was in the same division as Keekley for all those years, and then Bobby Wagner's out on the West Coast, and the Bucks weren't good. Yeah. Anyway, that's Tampa. They're perfect. They're gonna win the Super Bowl. What do you? Okay. Would you pick them to win the Super Bowl right now? No. To win the Super Bowl, no. To, uh, would Chiefs? Yeah, they're my pick right now. They look too good. Okay. Would you rematch? Possibly. I, I haven't really, I haven't, I haven't really fizzled through the whole NFC yet in my mind. It feels like it's no, such a fair. question. I, I, I mean, right now the the easy answer is just rematch. say rematch because yeah. But what the odds but, uh, of that happening are so low. But it yeah, feels know, like it's so possible. Yeah. The NFL it's turned into the NBA. Uh, the Saints. So yeah. this all rides on Jameis Winston. Very is Jameis Winston going to be good? Who knows? The wide receiver room is questionable at best. That's the Michael issue, Thomas you know. Like, it, it'd be one thing if sorry, Rob. It'd be one thing if Winston is walking in. Say, say to, ironically enough, Saints walking into Tampa Bay, but in the same situation with that those pass catchers, you feel better about this but you know my, michael toms is starting the season on the pup and he's not happy outside of that is marcus callaway wide receiver too trey Gwan sith has never come on but we like him uh the tight end room like troutman is good but like it's still a big question mark obviously he's entering a second season luckily for him he's got alvin kamara and he's got a really fucking good offensive line yeah so i think sean payton and sean payton. In, in, yeah it, is going to do the most he can with what he's got, and that's going to involve a lot of Alvin Kamara in the passing game, a lot of leaning on one of the best offensive lines in the league, if not the best. To me, it's the Saints and the Browns are the best. Um, and I guess, yeah, there, it, it seems like everyone's in on the Marquez Callaway <laughs> blow-up, which mm-hmm. makes me worried that everyone's in on it. That's a good point. Especially because yeah. after him, it's just... Like Traquan Smith's never taken that leap, no. and who's who's your th- like who's gonna be playing the f- for me? It'd be Deontay Harris because of the flashes we've seen, but it, you can't trust right. that. And the tight end room is also very unproven. Troutman got hurt. Except with Juwan Johnson moving to to tight end now. Yeah, like it's just there's so much. As much as the Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston taking over as the quarterback has gotten the focus. It's the pass catching group as a whole is a huge unknown right now. There's zero proven in that wide receiver and tight end room. Yeah, I think it just you you lean on um, Sean Payton, Alan Kamara in this offensive line. Yeah, and defensively, it's a good Dennis move. Allen's done a, done yeah. a good job. Um, I want to see Mar- like Marcus Davenport should have more opportunity with Trey Hendrickson gone. Mm-hmm. Will he take that leap? Uh, yes. especially with Cam Jordan commanding so much attention. The interior is a little up in the air. Like, it's Malcolm Brown, it's Shai Tuttle, David Onyemata got suspended. Mm-hmm. That hurts. 
So the D-line isn't as good or as deep as it has been in years past. Peyton Turner's usage as a rookie is going to be really interesting. Yes, definitely. Overdraft, Um, but an exciting player. And a guy who hasn't, for a first-round pick, has not had a lot of pop, positive or negative, through the... No. Through Uh, camp or... Like, you just haven't heard that much. No, I'm really interested to see what they do. And he's got some interior exterior ability, too. Yeah, I I was going to say, passing downs... Both him and Cam Jordan have the ability to kick inside, so I wonder if passing downs are going to see a lot of Davenport, Jordan, and Turner. I th- I would hope so, yeah. It would at least make it more exciting for us. You move to the linebacker core. Demario Davis, one of the best in the game. Um, but they lost to Alex Anzalone, AJ. <laughs> it's monstrous loss. <laughs> it's the biggest um, loss in football, yeah. I wonder how quickly Pete Werner's on the field. That's what I wondered, too. Um when I when I was looking at defensive rookie of the year for the division, I, his name crossed my mind, and because I think he, he like if if you look at this linebacker core, it's the ideal scenario for I think if you were the Saints is obviously Demar Demario Davis is your Mike, but you want Zach Bond to own that Sam job and Pete Werner to own that Will job. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure, and then. Quan can just be your uh, your old vet kind of backup dude. Yeah, but I guess the worry being how quickly will I mean bonded very little as a rookie yeah. and, and how quickly will Werner be able to take the field? How much is Quan Alexander going to be playing? Because I don't think you want him playing too too much. And then even jumping to the secondary, like the corner room is very questionable. Like Marshawn Lattimore's had a turbulent off season. Um, and like, is Paulson Adebo gonna be playing a ton? You think so? How much are you? Sorry. Do you think he's gonna end up playing a lot? Well, I, I don't know. Who's that second corner? Yeah. Like, is Ken Crawley gonna be playing a lot? Cause I don't think that's good. <laughs> Great song though, Mister Crawley by uh by Hossie Osborne. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The secondary is not. Like, like obviously, we like Marcus Williams is very good. C.J. Gardner Johnson owns that nickel job, and he he looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, and Malcolm Jenkins is is a a great veteran to have in your secondary, but just the corners, Marshall Lattimore has been very up and down, and you don't really have any proven guys other than him. For sure, they're no, just a very. Sure. I think they're a very boomer bust team. Like they're going to look really good some weeks and terrible other weeks, which to me means. Seven to nine, maybe ten wins. That's fair. But that that also is based on Jameis Winston, who I do kind of believe in being clearly the third best quarterback in this division. Yeah, I think Winston's gonna get his his shit together. I, I really do. I I also I'm I'm with you. I think like do I think he's gonna be a top ten quarterback? No, but like very much. Like, if Jameis Winston was in the AFC South, like, I think he's clearly better than Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, especially with the glimpses that we've seen uh, in the preseason. Yes. You're uh, right, speaking though, it, of quarterbacks. It's almost like yeah. I, I, I trust them a little bit more. But, I, yeah, you're right. It's it's They're going to be a different, a good question this year. Sorry, speaking of quarterbacks. Sam Darnold. I think he's horrible. Um, I think that offensive line in Carolina is a big mm. question. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's coming off the injury. Really fun wide receiver core. But, yeah, I think there's still – it's going to be a long rebuild. 
Yeah, I don't think Sam Darnold's the answer either. And like you said, especially because the offensive line, I mean, a couple promising rookies, Brady Christensen, and DeAndre Brown had a pretty flashy preseason too. Taylor Moden's Taylor Moden, but you don't you don't love Darnold <laughs> sitting back behind that line, even with CMC and a really good group of receivers. Um, again, I think I think even if the record doesn't make a big jump, I think they take another step this year. And but it, they got to find their quarterback. Yes, like and I think I, I think you you'll see it maybe again not through record but through building of the roster and talent yeah. in each position group. But quarterback is what is going to hold them back. I don't think Sam Darnold's the answer. I think that was an awful trade. Um, but like the wide receiver core is really good. And Christian McCaffrey's Christian McCaffrey, and like you move to the defense, and I think like the defense is just so young. Mm-hmm. But they got Fun. dogs. Like yeah. Brian Burns is a freaking dog. Uh, you need Derek Brown to really put it together this year. There, it was very sporadic last year. Yuter Grossman-Toss, I thought, flashed a lot as a rookie. Yeah. Um, Shaq Thompson in, in Hassan Reddick. It's a weird linebacker group, but you move to the secondary, it's like Jeremy Chin was one of the best players in the rookies in, in the league last year easily. J.C. Horn I'm very excited about. Um, Dante Jackson has been pretty up and down, but you know the talents there. Like, there are interesting guys – but it's just there's not enough depth anywhere. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, you're totally right. If like there's one injury, like almost at any position on this team, especially on defense, uh, then it becomes a glaring weakness. And even like at, even then, it, it's not like you know, every going into every week, it feels like the opposing OC is gonna have like something to exploit. You know what I mean? So I just I don't think the wins are gonna come this year. But I think I think they're gonna get better if that makes any sense. Yeah, like outside of the wide receiver room, I don't think you feel awesome, right? Uh, no, one hundred percent. I I just I wonder. I mean, the running backs, I guess, if CMC's healthy. Chuba's Chuba had a really good uh, preseason. I think you feel okay about him as an RB two there. But and, and they claimed Royce Freeman, and they claimed Royce Freeman to hammer the rock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just I I don't know how much faith. Like I don't know what Panthers people and fans think of Sam Darnold yet. But luckily they got PJ fucking Walker, baby, who yeah, if, if Darnold PJ. really stinks it up, he can come in and uh be not much I worse love, than him. I hope if that not better. I yeah. love PJ. Uh in Atlanta, if Matt Ryan stinks it up, they can bring Josh Rosen in and win a couple. <laughs> uh Atlanta's yeah. weird. Uh, Matt Ryan is still very good. Yeah. Uh the running back room is bizarre. Mike Davis is poised to run for twelve hundred yards. Uh, with Cordero Patterson behind him. Um, outside of Calvin Ridley, the wide receiver room is... It fell off. Like it went, obviously, obviously, they traded Julio Jones. But Russell like, Gage is exciting, though. Yeah, but like now that Julio isn't there, it's like, oh my God, that receiver... Like last year's like, yeah, okay, I know, Russell great. Gage is making plays. Olamide Zacchaeus is making plays. Like, that's kind of cool as you're three and four. But now it's like, oh my God, those are your two well, and it's, three. It's, it's 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 funny, yeah. I mean, like everyone, we all expect Kyle Pitts to be amazing, yeah. Obviously. And I, I think I think that'll happen quickly. But like you look at just the the offense as a whole, the only p- truly proven people 
or Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley, I think. And Mike Davis. And Mike like, Davis, yeah. Yeah, and Mike. Like, Jake Matthews is a very average tackle. I think Chris Lindstrom's going to be quite good. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see Matt Hennessy play some more. Drew Dahlman didn't look good as in the preseason either. And that was a guy that you kind no. of hope could be like, no, oh, this is a solid dude to bring in. But, uh, yeah. yeah, Kyle Pitts um, is the receiver too. Is the wide receiver too on this team. And the wide receiver three might be Hayden Hurst. <laughs> that's, that's not that's uh that's not untrue, Ruff. It's yeah. Like I don't know. It's just yeah. They all of a sudden where it felt like the wide like yeah. You just take Julio off and you just feel so much grosser about it. They should have done that trade. And, I, I don't. And, like well, them. definitely not. And then defensively, like up front, like. Removing inside linebacker from the equation, uh, outside of Grady Jarrett, do you like Dante Fowler hasn't been a good signing. Uh, no, Marlon Davidson uh, showed nothing. Yeah, exactly. He, was he barely played as a rookie. Uh, like again, Grady Jarrett is a pro bowler, but yeah. Other than that, and then I mean, like yeah, Deion Jones is just always banged up. When he's not, he's Foy's really sick good. though. My boy Foy's sick. Foyt is good too, yeah. No, yeah, he is. And Mike, Michael Walker looked good as a rookie. Like they're inside linebackers, like between De- Deion Jones, uh, Foy, and Michael Walker. Like I think that's a good trio. Deion Jones just has to consistently stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I think they're fine. It's the the rest of the front seven though. Like, yeah, Dante Fowler's your number one pass rusher, and next to him is who? Uh, it might be Adi Okundeji, <laughs> who's led a right good, and like a, the, a you're leaning on our. What was he? A fifth or fourth, fifth round fifth, rookie? Yeah. And so it's like it's it's Grady Jarrett and a bunch of unproven dudes. Then you move to the secondary. Uh, AJ Terrell quite, like I exceeded my expectations. Oh yeah, for sure. As a rookie, like big time. But after AJ Terrell, like Isaiah Oliver hasn't proven shit. <laughs> no. uh, the safety room. They didn't bring back anyone. They brought in Duran Harmon, and they drafted Richie uh, Richie Grant, who I hope plays a lot just because that'll be fun for us to watch. Yeah. But, like, this secondary looks like it's going to get – like, offenses should just go after everyone that's not A.J. Terrell. Yeah. And, like, that's not even because A.J. Terrell's amazing. It's just everyone else is not. So, like, I yeah, I feel like this team's season is going to be Matt Ryan um, getting pressured a lot. And not having Julio defined. I mean, Calvin Ridley's going to be open a lot, too. It's going to be those plays. But I don't know if they're going to be able to consistently run the ball. Um, and then <laughs> when the defense is on the field, they're not going to be able to get off after the quarterback. And the secondary is not going to be able to cover very long. Which is not a good recipe, Rob. Luckily no, for them, Young Way Koo is a king. So I hope. I wish Matt Ryan was able to get out. But I'm also partially happy. He's there because I I really want Kyle Pitts to play with a good quarterback. They should have taken Justin Fields. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, so should have so many other teams. Yeah, but I feel like speaking quarterback, especially them. Yeah. Anyways, quarterback <clears throat> rankings. Ten. I had to do it, Rob. The story man himself, Ian Book. Yep. Finish your drink. Nine. Uh, the Florida man himself, Kyle Trask. Eight. Uh, soon to be, not yet, but soon to be one day, uh, one of the greatest stories in NFL history, Josh Rosen. 
Seven. Several different people. <laughs> could have been Taysom Hill, could have been P.J. Walker. Uh, could have been seven, Blaine Gabbert. Seven, Blaine Gabbert. Soon to be, no. <laughs> I put Taysom six because, I mean, at least he's gotten it. I don't know. He's done something. I don't know. Anyways, ignore those assholes. Five, P.J. Walker. <laughs> Four, Sam Darnold. Three, Jameis Winston. Two, Matt Ryan. And number one, the greatest football player in the history of the sport, Tom Brady. Jim Brown? Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, Dad. Uh, ten, Ian Book. Nine, Blaine Gabbert. Eight, Kyle Trask. Oh, I can't believe you put Trask over Gabbert. That shocks me. I have a, I don't want Gator Nation coming after me. Uh, seven, Josh Rosen. Six, PJ Walker. Five, Taysom Hill. Because <gasps> I can play him on special teams. I can play him on oh, special fine. teams. Okay. And I, I need gunners. Sam Darnold, four. Jameis, three. Matt Ryan, two. Tom Brady, one. Correct. Uh, MVP, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. CMC second. Yeah, so I I, I think it's just more likely Alvin Kamara could win it, right? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think the Panthers are a playoff team. I think the Saints uh, probably will be. By the way, I didn't say that earlier. I think there probably will be a playoff team. Yes. Maybe the last seed. Uh, Defensive player of the year. Interesting. So I, I know it won't happen. But I went with Levante David. Okay. Funny enough, I chose Devin White. I think, in which I think, like, Levante David could play better than him like he did last year, and Devin White could win Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think just White makes a, takes another step. Uh, those splashy plays keep happening, but he's a little more consistent down to down, and obviously it's the best team. Uh, I think he's he's a low-key uh, one to watch for for an actual for the actual award. Um, offensive rookie of the year, Kyle Pitts. Uh, Kyle Pitts, yeah. Over under eight hundred yards. Well, looking at what's on the roster, they have to throw to him, and uh, so I'm gonna say over. I'll say over. I know it's so hard for rookie tight ends to catch on, but they'll need him to. Defensive rookie of the year. Uh, I want Joe Tryon. Now I know that's okay. a little. Yeah, I just the, the flashes we've seen from him. And the oper- like, obviously, he's not going to be put on the field too much. He's going to kind of just be in specific packages on third downs spe- specifically. But uh, he's going to get a lot of one-on-ones. He's going to get a lot of opportunity there. And, again, the spotlight's on this Tampa team. No, I think I think that totally makes sense. Um, I picked J.C. Horn. That's mm-hmm. part of me. Just I absolutely love J.C. Horn. I think those But two. it's also – yeah, uh, uh, it's really hard to win it as a corner too, yeah. especially if the rest of your defense isn't going to be good. Yeah. Um, if Pete Werner plays a lot, I think he's in the combo. Agree, and I, I guess you can throw Turner in there, depending what his role is. But yeah, I think those are the ones. Uh, o line, the Saints, obviously. But, yeah, but Tampa's like Tampa's probably because a lot of these divisions, it's like clearly one team. Yeah, the Tampa Tampa's could win any the other best team. second in a division or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think you can win like any. They they could probably win any other division, to be honest. Yeah, Olin or comeback player. Sorry, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Christian um, do you think OJ Howard, just because he's obviously a guy coming back from injury, what do you think he'll do this year? Like, do you I think have, OJ Howard's ever going to live up to it? I have absolutely no idea. Um, I think at this point, um, if he ever makes something of himself, it's not going to be in Tampa. It feels like. I mean, obviously, yeah, Gronk like, is, is, is probably his last year, but 
It just doesn't feel like it's going to happen in Tampa. And I still believe in his talents. Well, he's still only 26. When the flashes, and it's it was the same thing at Alabama too. It was never yeah. consistent. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, is 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 he hitting free agency after this year? Probably. I don't think they ever extended him. Right, he's on his fifth year. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of hope he goes somewhere else. Right. He'll be he'll be twenty seven next year. Um. Actually, OJ would be know. a good fit in Tennessee. Oh. I like that. That'd be fun. Uh, sorry, I was getting. Uh, I'm getting derailed. Most improved, Jameis Winston. Correct. I think he's clearly the the, the obvious choice, right? Yeah. No, he is for sure. Breakout. Um. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you one that is. You could say maybe he's done already. Brian Burns. I think he t- makes a massive leap. Um. Like from he's already really good. I think he's gonna be an absolute fucking stud. If you don't accept that, I'll say Marcus Davenport. I think he's going to make the leap this year too. I really thought you'd say Marcus Callaway. Oh, I figured figured you would. <laughs> oh no, I put Mike Davis. My guy's getting twelve hundred. I said. <laughs> but your picks uh, were all better. But it's fine. I just I stand the king. I respect it. I love Mike Davis. Uh, he's going to have a great year. I also uh, it, kind of in the, uh, along the same lines of what you said about Brian Burns, Vita Vea. Yeah. Um, getting a whole season of just dominating on the interior and maybe getting a little more media attention. Yeah, him him and Burns are kind of like in the in the same camp there. They're both already really good. It's just getting even more attention, I guess, and mm-hmm. being pro, like actually named to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Which again, listen to my Spotify green room. Uh, Coach of the year. I feel like there's no good choice here. To be honest, I um, think Sean Payton, if Jameis Winston really puts it together and they go to you know the playoffs, what? I think he's a legitimate I, chance that way. I wrote down Matt Rule, um, but I was as I was saying that I'm like you know, and before you said Sean Payton, I was going to change it to Sean Payton because of yeah, because of the what they got to overcome there. The cir- yeah, the circumstances lean towards Sean Payton actually being considered. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna audible and I agree with you, Sean Payton. Assistant of the year, Todd Bowles. Yeah, definitely a million, the king. Uh, GM, Jason Light? Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. Um, remember when we did the awards, who should have won last year? He was my choice to win last year. We did it before the playoffs, and I looked smart when they won the Super Bowl. Um, so again, it's, he's gonna, maybe, last year he should have got the credit, because I think Tristan Wirfs was the big, the big deal, and I guess he didn't get any credit for Tom Brady. He never should have, I'm just saying. This year, he kept the whole team together. Maybe he gets credit for that. Hell yeah, I like that. Well, we did it. Only one more division to go. Or, I guess two, but one more section of the country. <laughs> yes. One more directional to go. All right, let's go watch uh, Let's go watch North Carolina trounce Virginia Tech and get Justin Forte fired. It's different at night in Blacksburg, Rob. That's all I'll say. <laughs>